Northwest Christian School Online provides online Christian education for any students ranging from kindergarten to 10th grade. The tuition is fully covered through the state of Arizona's ESA program and is affordable for families out of state. You can count on NCS Online for a rigorous, proven online program that establishes a robust biblical worldview for all students. For more information, go to ncsonline.org. That's ncsonline.org. Kingdom Culture Conversations. I got it. Got it. I got it. How are we doing, Miss Hunter? Easy now. So great. Yeah. So great. Me too. Me too. I'm I'm doing tremendously. Last week we had a devotion time. I hope that was very Mm -hmm. peaceful for you, reflective for you. Um, Yeah, it was good for me. Yeah. Well, we're filming that next. Okay. (laughs) So I gave it away. I'm sorry. I'm not good at the whole future thing. Oh my. Because really, I mean, last night um, in our real time right now, last night. Roger Munchian's uh, daughter was giving the valedictorian yeah. speech. So beautiful. Proud daddy moment, no doubt. Yeah, yeah. Right. yeah who, would have, who would ever thought a next drug dealer could produce a valedictorian <laughs> child? <laughs> would God all things is possible? Amen. 100%. <laughs> 100%. <laughs> 100%. <clears throat> We're here, as I said, with Roger Munchian. He's with Rescue Not Arrested, but he, mm-hmm. he's a dad in our community. And mm-hmm. um, in this next couple of weeks, you know, we've, had some, we've had some heavy, heavy hitting topic with gender and, and sexuality and marriage and race and mm-hmm. um what what does this have to do with the world view i just the people of god mm-hmm. need to see the margins yeah. right and i think yeah. wayne and aaron really said something about that too there's no superiority right they talked about that like that distinctness and yeah. oneness and oneness was really and so there we are unique in yeah. how god created us and but because of the oneness and equality, um, there's no hierarchy. Right. There's no, I'm better than you. You're less than me. Um, and we yeah. see that in, with the poor right. and the marginalized. Right. We're going to talk to Sean Donnelly in a couple weeks. And, and today we're talking about, uh, Roger, your ministry is called Rescue Not Arrested. Mm-hmm. Um, can you, and again, you got a lot. Can you give us a snippet of your story, how you ended up starting Rescue Not Arrested? Go back to, to you said you were an ex-drug dealer. <laughs> Well, you know, growing up in the projects of L.A., my dad was an alcoholic, so I didn't really have a role model, male role model in my life. And unfortunately, Scarface was a big hit during the times <laughs> in my life. And uh, he kind of became my role model. Like, mm. he's an immigrant like me. He came in, into the States from a different country, did not know the language, was poor. And so, you know, I kind of said, well, if he can do it, I can do mm. it. So I started looking for opportunities on the streets, and there were plenty. Mm. And little by little, I just progressed in that life. I'm an extremist, and I, I'm a go, go-getter. All in. People mm-hmm. used to call me a pit bull on the streets because I just passed, get a hold of it, and never look back. Mm-hmm. And, you know, just kind of Saul in the Bible, you know. God loved yeah. him because of his passion and personality mm-hmm. and to go get and uh, what he needed on his team. So I, mm-hmm. I felt that's kind of what happened in the transition as I made bad choices, find myself consequence after consequence, mm-hmm. eventually facing capital punishment, even life in prison, mm-hmm. and, and later down, my, uh, down the road. Uh, that was my wake-up call and my Damascus mm-hmm. road to, to finally surrender to God because mm-hmm. money no longer was sufficient, could not satisfy my problems. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I needed something more powerful than mm-hmm. money, and power was something I chased. Mm-hmm. Uh, I loved power, and, and since money was weak and could not bail me out when I was facing mm-hmm. capital punishment in 1997 for manslaughter charges, 
I, I begged God to show himself if he existed, and he did a miracle. Mm-hmm. And it just details that out, you know, in, in my story, in that book. And uh, the reality is that was my wake-up call, that there is a God, and I'm going to pursue him, I'm going to find him, and I'm going to follow him. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've been humbled. It's pick up your cross and follow him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I have to de- detach a lot of connections that brought some threats mm-hmm. onto my life at that time because I was involved in that work with a lot of different cartel leaders nationally because mm-hmm. we were you know, bringing drugs from Mexico and infiltrating the United States with them. And uh, I, I, tell, I tell people I used to traffic tons of wheat nationwide, <laughs> promoting death and destructions in my new life. I traffic tons of Bible nationwide, promoting forgiveness, eternal life. <laughs> the concept of trafficking is the same, and that's the mm-hmm. gift God has given me. Mm-hmm. I just used it the wrong way initially, but now... That, that he rescued me mm-hmm. through yeah. an arrest. That's mm-hmm. why it's called rescued, not arrested, because I believe it was the arrest mm-hmm. that God used to get my attention. And, mm-hmm. and, and now here I am with four kids, a family mm-hmm. of NCS. Uh, I, love, I love what God is doing. I'm excited. A validatorian, if you will, yeah, too. And, yeah. um, so, I mean, God, how did God enter this equation in your life? I mean, where, did somebody tell you? Did you, mm. you kind of... This right here. (laughs) This is the Bible. That's why I brought it. This Bible here Mm -hmm. is the only reason I'm here and born again. Mm -hmm. I have been burned so much in life um, Mm -hmm. that I could never trust humans. Mm -hmm. No matter what they said, they could have 100% truth, but just the perspectives, the confusion that we have out there, Mm -hmm. the different denominations, the different belief systems. I knew there was a God only because God did a miracle, brought the dead alive on my manslaughter charges to drop mm-hmm. that case from, from facing capital punishment to aggravated assault only. Mm-hmm. So that was the reality of God exists. But who that God was, was a journey to research, investigate mm-hmm. science history, mm-hmm. to look into it. Just like everything else we want, right? Mm-hmm. If yeah. you want something, what are you going to do? You're going to pursue, mm-hmm. research, investigate, look mm-hmm. and seek and knock. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that's kind of the direction I went on my own, asking God, this God that did a miracle, help me find you. Mm-hmm. And it was really through these angles of looking the history and, and the science behind manuscripts of all the belief systems and mm-hmm. the leaders and all the structures. Mm-hmm. And eventually God led me to Jesus. Wow. Where'd, where'd you get that, Roger? I asked my wife to send this in to me when I was in prison. Yeah. And she mm-hmm. mailed this NIV Life Application Study Bible to me. And 20 months, I absorbed I was doing 18, 20-hour studies a day. Mm-hmm. I, I, I'm lucky if I do 18, 20-minute studies today. <laughs> you you <laughs> had the time. I certainly yeah. had the time, but everybody else does too. It's yeah. how you choose it's to true. use it. It's true. It's the difference. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, and so, so really, God used the Word. Uh-huh. My Bible college was... Lewis State Prison in Arizona, yeah. and uh, he equipped me with vision. Mm-hmm. And now that vision in a jail cell has uh, accumulated to an international Bible distribution, mm-hmm. um, amongst other things in state wow. where we do reentry and mentorship and visits with inmates. Mm-hmm. So it's amazing what God can do mm-hmm. when we go after it and believe that what yeah. we believe is really real. Mm-hmm. Amen. And Amen. that's what you're doing. It's so fun. To, I mean, I, I am so encouraged by just spending yeah. time with you, my friend. And um, we were talking before off camera just about the depression right now in the prisons. Mm-hmm. And you haven't been able to go in, um, haven't been able to go in to see prisoners right now. Because that's a big part of your ministry, right? You go in and you and you give them Bibles. So mm-hmm. um, how, how are we getting through this COVID season right now? For a long while, we weren't able to go in. And the depression had hyped up to the 10th degree. And there was a lot of suicides. Even somebody I know personally who was involved in my past life committed suicide mm. uh, going through that whole process. 
ended up burying uh, him uh, and, and, and reaching out to the family through, mm -hmm. through that experience. Uh, but right now, they just started a pilot program at Maricopa County Jail where mm -hmm. inmates could request me through a tablet system they have mm -hmm. because of COVID. Yeah. And I schedule them in in 20, 30 minute increments and visit with them. I have over 200 inmates now lined wow. up that I see and I schedule wow. in daily, uh, you know, wow. as my schedule allows. I have quit my job years ago in order to do this full time. Mm -hmm. And it's a donated position, which I love because God, you know, when you take care of God's business, God takes care of your business. Right. It's just an amazing equation that doesn't uh -huh. make sense in, in the human realm. But yet, mm -hmm. when you trust them, it just, it, it's just, it's, it's an amazing place to be. But, but we, you know, I do spend most of my days doing these mm -hmm. video visits, doing mm -hmm. letter ministry. We yeah. probably have the National Spiritual Pen Pal Program uh, in the U.S. We write over 800 uh, inmates every mm -hmm. month who yeah. write to us from 5,000 prisons wow. in the United States. Mm -hmm. And so we respond to them. So we don't only have a video visit mm -hmm. now, but we never stopped the letter ministry. Yeah. Wow. which is one uh -huh. conduit that never stopped. Yeah. Our Bible distribution and our letter ministry actually went through mm -hmm. the roof. I can't imagine. Yeah. I can't imagine. How many right. Bibles have you guys distributed? We're inching up to a million Bibles now. Wow. And I just flew in a couple of days ago, right before the graduation from Michigan, yeah. because we have partnered up with a, a, an organization called Mission Cry, been around 60 years. And they have 177 countries that sent, they send containers to. And our partnership now opened up the door for our study Bibles mm -hmm. and they're custom covered through Zondervan. Our study Bibles and our Bibles in English and Spanish, including my testimony book, is now going to work through those 177 uh, countries. And so our my mission just expanded above and beyond mm -hmm. my imagination just mm -hmm. recently. Yeah, it's mm -hmm. great. Mm -hmm. yeah. Well, I, I love the way you say no way you drew this up on your own, right? right. We, we trust right. in the power of the Holy Spirit and, and uh -huh. His work. And um, those in prison goes, I mean, it goes back for a long time. Right. Um, OT, one of my passages that I mm -hmm. want a great passage, Isaiah 61. Mm -hmm. The Spirit of the Lord God is upon me mm -hmm. because the Lord has anointed me to bring good news to the poor. He has sent me to bind up the brokenhearted, to proclaim liberty to those in prison. Mm -hmm and the opening of the prison to those who are bound. Mm -hmm. And you know the only answer to that. Right. What's the reception of prisoners to this, to you, to mm -hmm. um, God's word? Generally, obviously mm -hmm. it's it's different all the time. But It, it is, and, and, and as we look at the Bible, you know, we have to also see that prison's always, not always used for something negative. Mm -hmm. You know, right. in my case, even though I made a bad choice, but God used prison as a Bible college to mm -hmm. separate me from all the confusion and the mm -hmm. distraction to speak life into me. Guess what? Majority of the New New Testament books, <clears throat> Paul wrote out of prison. Right. Amen. <clears throat> right. Let's don't forget that, folks. Prison is in a oh. special place that God can do the, the maximum wow. work in our hearts and yeah. our minds. Wow. And, and I mean, look at Joseph, right? Seven years right. in prison, right. only to be the writer. So prison can be a good conduit. I call it, call it the cocoon in the metamorphosis mm -hmm. process yeah. mm -hmm. <laughs> where you go in there as a caterpillar all messed up and broken <laughs> and God does his miracle yeah. and, and then you come yeah. out as a butterfly. Now it's uh -huh. a choice. And yeah. there's, I would say, good 10, 20% are very receptive mm -hmm. to that truth to make that choice to change their life and turn to people like us mm -hmm. for help 
and do well just like me. Many testimonies like mine, I wish it was 100%, mm-hmm. but you know, we'll work with that 10, 20%. Mm-hmm. We'll work with whoever wants to turn to us, whether they believe mm-hmm. us or not. We love them, we welcome them, we provide them jobs, mm-hmm. housing opportunities mm-hmm. and friendship, and we tell them, it's, uh, we don't mind if you're an atheist, we want to help you as a Christian. We mm-hmm. want to love on you because that's what Jesus did, and you'd be surprised how many atheists have never been treated that way mm-hmm. from a Christian. Mm-hmm. And so that has become really an interesting, yeah. one of my favorite outreaches yeah. now, to yeah. be able to love on people without any obligation or right. pressure to, right. to change. So that's, uh, but yeah, I would say 10, 20% are receptive okay. uh, to that mentality of, hey, I'm, I'm rescued here. So our yeah. message and our branding in the system now, what the custom cover saying, rescued, not arrested on the Bibles, mm-hmm. is really hitting on with a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Even if they don't read it, they see it there. And it's just right. saying that on the table. I bet anyone uh-huh. wants to find out they can trust you, right? They want to see, yeah. is this guy for real? Yeah. Is this mm-hmm. guy, is he just another guy coming in once in a while and, right. and just kind of, no, it's it's legit. Yeah. Um, we're, we're sitting in room 209 at Northwest Christian School on the on the second two-story building. On the first floor. First floor of the two-story building, that's <laughs> right. And it was uh, a little over two years ago mm-hmm. um, that a young man came in this room yeah. and uh, said that he had a gun. There right. were brand new teachers in here. Right. It, and, it uh, seems like, did that really happen? It, it, it really happened. It really happened. I yeah. know. It, it happened. Yeah. It was a couple of years ago. It was in this room, and Mr. Parsons was sitting there, and and, uh, mm-hmm. and, and the young man's name was Chad. And um, was. and after he got arrested, um, the police were, were, were mm-hmm. tailing this guy. Right. And, and uh, the, the, he's come in and said he had uh-huh. a gun, and... Uh, it was probably mm-hmm. about 35 seconds before mm-hmm. the police got here, mm-hmm. um, but the people in this room didn't know that. Mm-hmm. God got to cross you and Chad's pass supernaturally. Mm-hmm. It, it, it happens all the time. Yeah, mm-hmm. it happens all the time, and, it's, and I get excited when it does. Mm-hmm. You know, but people, some people are like, "You must be getting really high pay because you're doing this." So every time I see you, yeah. I'm like, I, "I am." It's it's a direct deposit to my heavenly account, and <laughs> it's got a high interest rate too. Yeah, man. Uh, but no, Chad is an amazing young man. Uh, very, you know, very. very uh, uh, important to understand that sometimes when we're so confused on the streets, mm-hmm. he has a story. You know, sometimes we don't know the backstory. Right. His story is, is, is a broken family. Uh, you know, the, being a, a young kid and losing both parents mm-hmm. and, and the church kind of turning their back on him. Mm-hmm. So I got a really, to, I got a chance to hear his heart and why he went into the streets, just like I went into mm-hmm. the streets because of a broken and that's in my family when I was young, and that was kind of a similar story for him. And he found solace in, on the streets and hope on the streets and, you know, took care of himself in the streets. And this was a rescue for him. This was mm-hmm. a rescue, even though he's facing many years, because consequences are real. Mm-hmm. And you make bad choices, you're going to pay those consequences. Mm-hmm. But because now he was taken away from this distractive world and, and, and the mm-hmm. bad influence around him, he could refocus and reevaluate and and, you know, he requests to see me, and I see him often. Mm-hmm. I was able to baptize him mm-hmm. uh, and, uh, to when he decided he's going to turn to Jesus mm-hmm. and, 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 uh, and accept that truth in his life and, mm-hmm. and follow it. And we were able to give them a study mm-hmm. Bible, uh, the very Bible that changed me. I know that's what changes people, not yeah. us. Mm-hmm. And I think we forget that. I think we yeah. try to change people. It's like, we can't. That's not our job. Right. We plant seeds and water seeds. Right. God's Word. And the yeah. Holy Spirit does all right. the hard work. So, but we have to put the tools in their hand. And yeah. uh, more, more importantly, because of Chad, there was a ripple effect. There was a, a girlfriend and a baby, a brand yeah. newborn baby that was in the picture. And that's mm-hmm. why he was out there thieving, mm-hmm. trying to get money to take care of the baby. Yeah. And that's why he ran from the police because he 
felt he will never see his baby again. Yeah. And so that was kind of that story, that side yeah. of the story. Yeah. Not that we're going to condone the sin. It, it, it happened. Right. Yeah. He's going to pay for it. But this is, you know, this is why these things happen. Yeah. And, uh, and, and if, I think if the church in the first place would have embraced this family mm-hmm. when he was younger and going through the trauma, mm-hmm. maybe the story wouldn't have the same spin. Mm-hmm. So I think we go back to the church and challenge the church mm-hmm. to step up and level sinners and not mm-hmm. categorize sin like right. we find ourselves doing, but not intentionally right. and, and pushing yeah. people away because mm-hmm. we're afraid to deal with the lepers of mm-hmm. today's society. And mm-hmm. I think that like there, there is this sort of like, I think we do it subconsciously like, oh man, that person's way too far gone. You know, I, I have a good friend and her story is sort of like King Solomon in that she had it all, like the high-powered job and the money and everything. And people would be like, well, you don't, obviously, you don't really need Jesus. You have it all. And her story is this, oh, and it was empty. And mm-hmm. then how God found her in that life of where the American story would be like, you have it all. What do you mean you need Jesus? And she said just that sense of emptiness and sadness and low. And I think there are these people that we subconsciously think too far gone. And I think one of the things I read um, portions of your book to the freshmen this year, and I think the it was a great experience because I, as as your story is unfolding and you're train wrecking your life as a young man. And um, I, I think what, when they made that connection, I would have them come and they'd be like, Mrs. Hunter, did you know Mr. Munchian's kids go to this school? <laughs> like, do you remember I told you that when we started the book? But they made that connection because I think subconsciously we think there are people who, well, God could never reach them. God could never rescue them. And I think sometimes we categorize um, people in the in crime or in drugs or in as like I don't I don't think the gospel will make a difference yeah. and yeah. your story is just that profound reminder that God finds us yeah. and the sin is the same uh-huh. yeah it is a very common issue when I mm-hmm. do my national international conferences I you know I, I talk to a lot of pastors in mm-hmm. these settings and they agree and and, and they sometimes they don't even know because. The, they don't really teach that aspect of it in mm-hmm. Bible school. Mm-hmm. So I find mm-hmm. myself, this is uneducated. I mean, my kids are probably more educated than I am. <laughs> I have no problem confessing that. Yeah. You know, praise God I'm for that. You. I mean, I'm I got no education, no certificates, no Bible degrees. What I have is a passion mm-hmm. in what I believe, and I pursue it. Mm-hmm. And God does the rest. And, and that's, I think that's what God is asking from all of us. Be available mm-hmm. and you know, do what you know, mm-hmm. and he'll take care of what, you know the rest of it. But you had mentioned the example of the rich man. Mm-hmm. And I want to put another spin on that, another perspective mm-hmm. as well, because <clears throat> I think when we talk about prisoners, we only think about the black and whites or the orange mm-hmm. shirt, people committed crime. Mm-hmm. I beg to differ. I think those people mm-hmm. are more in a prison outside. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And my friend in, would Enslaved say- by depression, enslaved mm-hmm. by addiction, mm-hmm. yeah. sex offense, or mm-hmm. uh, alcoholism. These mm-hmm. are prisons within that there's no accountability at least Mm -hmm. with the prison we're exposed now now we can confess i mean Mm -hmm. the darkness has been come up to light and Mm -hmm. we have a chance to change and repent where Mm -hmm. the other prison where they're alone in that Mm -hmm. cocoon they don't allow somebody to Mm -hmm. know Mm-hmm. And, and be transformed yeah. because I believe that prison is worse yeah. than the one I spent physical mm. time in. Yeah. And probably because, like you said, 
because it was you were exposed to the light, mm -hmm. you know. And like you said, you those prisons that we put ourselves in out here that look good on the outside, that those we don't get exposed, or until we get exposed, mm -hmm. sometimes we don't recognize our need for a savior. So well, this is a matter of time. Most of the time, it does eventually get yeah. exposed. It's one way or yeah. the other. God's Usually faithful. the hard way, but right. The hound of heaven. Yeah, <laughs> right. Um, we talked uh, last because I, I know there's something we want to do. Things right. We want to do. Right. We talked. We talked last week. You heard Wayne and Aaron talking about we want to do things. We want to fix things. And what's some ways though? Like really, I mean, we can pray for those in prison. We mm -hmm. can pray for those that are next to us that are in that prison you talked about. Mm -hmm. um, what's some other ways we can come alongside families? Like you said, mm -hmm. the church. Um, how we come alongside families that are dealing with things like this? Well, what we have been providing for churches nationally now, mm -hmm. and that's available to anyone, is the opportunity to write letters. Mm. Remember, this is a letter to us, Love and letters. it's power. Yeah. 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 And I think we undermine the power of letters to prisoners. And we don't even think how powerful it can be. We've had letters back from prisoners saying, I wrote to everyone and their brother, and, and I've no one ever responded to me until I got your Bible and I wrote to you. And, and whoever wrote me back, I just want them to know mm. I was ready to commit suicide because I mm. thought, wow. uh, you know, I'm, I'm the lepers of today's society. Mm -hmm. He was like, he was, he was on his life in prison for sex offense, something mm -hmm. horrible he's done, but nobody wanted to talk to him mm. after that. Mm -hmm. yeah. And so because we chose to write a respond to this person's letter, yeah. it brought hope and mm -hmm. life and, mm -hmm. and perhaps eternal life yeah. because that letter impacted. So mm -hmm. you never know the power of the Holy Spirit when you pray over that letter and you mm -hmm. respond to someone. We don't ever just write, you know, just to anybody. Mm -hmm. We get letters requesting us to write back. Mm -hmm. And so we respond to every one of these letters. So we have a team of writers, mm -hmm. great filter system. They never use their address mm -hmm. or yeah. their right. name. Right. It's very, it's like thousand percent safe and yet it's thousand percent powerful and effective. Wow. Yeah. And so we provide that to anyone and anyone. There's an accountability measure. You have to be mm -hmm. sponsored by your church pastor and what have you. We can discuss the accountability yeah. for anyone who's interested because we don't just let anyone write. Right. Yeah. They represent Christ. Right. Amen. You yeah. really are preaching you're mentoring through letters to somebody who's broken. What better opportunities can the church ask for? We're yeah. looking for that in our communities, aren't we? Mm -hmm. Well, I'm offering thousands of them to every church. <laughs> you know, it's like, you know, give us a call. It's a free service. We don't want your money. Just write to these people. Mm. Bring amazing. hope to broken in, yeah. in, in, in the prison system. That's, That's powerful. Amazing. That's powerful. Roger, I, I just, I, I'm thankful for you, my mm -hmm. friend. Um, thankful for your story. Mm -hmm. uh, and, and again, Mrs. Hunter and I, we were in our own prisons, right? And God mm -hmm. rescued us, mm -hmm. um, just didn't have handcuffs on us. Right. Um, but thankful for you preaching that message. May we come alongside that and just yeah. uh, be with people. I love that Jesus in uh, uh, Mark 2.17, Jesus was berated for eating with tax collectors and sinners. And he said, it is not the healthy mm -hmm. who need a doctor, but the sick. Um, I have not come to call the righteous, but sinners. Um, he wants those prisoners. He wants us that were in prison. So thank you, sir, for all you're doing. I, I think you're looking up something. Is it okay like, if I read oh, something? I, I, I'm, yeah, I'm not going to say like, no to yeah, God's I word, like, my friend. Read you know? us out. Yeah. And I think it's important that we read this here today because this is Jesus speaking to us about, I would think, and I think most people who've been in Bible school probably will agree with me and I learned everything in prison but this is last days where he's distinguishing who's going to heaven mm -hmm. and who's going to hell yeah he's separating the sheep from the goats, from the yeah. goats. Yeah. and this is his message in Matthew 25 mm -hmm. uh, you know uh, in the last part of that chapter Jesus talks about final judgment mm -hmm. and he goes on and you know talking about um, 
I'm just going to read that real quick for you. Then the righteous will answer him, Lord, okay, I'm going to go back a little bit more. Verse 35, for I was hungry and you gave me something to eat. I was thirsty and you gave me something to drink. I was a stranger and you invited me and I needed clothes and you clothed me. I was sick and you looked after me. I was in prison and you came to visit me. Then the righteous will answer, Lord, when did we see you? Hungry, feed you, thirsty and give you something to drink. When did we see you, stranger or, or needing clothes? Uh, when did we see you sick or in prison and go visit me? And the king will reply, tell you the truth, whenever you did for one of the least of these brothers of mine, you did it for me. Mm-hmm. So this is an opportunity not only to write to an inmate, mm-hmm. you're doing it for Jesus. Amen. Mm-hmm. This is from his confession mm-hmm. that you want to have an encounter with Jesus. You want to do something for Jesus directly. He's given us a righteous, right way to yeah. do that directly mm-hmm. to him. Mm-hmm. And I think it's powerful and we miss it. We overlook it many mm-hmm. times or forget it because it is yeah. the one of the most difficult mission fields on mm-hmm. earth. It really is. A lot of yeah. fear comes to that. But uh, but in the, in the end, you know, both people, both groups that did do it, did not do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because they both asked the question and they're both Christians, obviously, because yeah. they're, they're referring to Jesus as, Lord, when did we not do this? He said, whenever you didn't do it to me, you know, you did it. And, 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 and he replied, whatever you did not do for one of the least of these, not do for me, then they will go to eternal punishment for the righteous to eternal life. Yeah. Powerful r- r- reminder of he's using prison among mm-hmm. several other humble uh, outreaches to basically gauge the heart of the church. Yeah. And not because the label we wear mm-hmm. and recognize Jesus. no. Where's your heart and what are you willing to do for me? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately, you know, it's a tough call, but it's in the Bible. <laughs> and we have to bring it to life. <laughs> Come on, Jesus. Um, I actually had Mark 25 right here. That's what you're uh, right yeah. yeah. And just a yeah. powerful passage. Thank you so right. much. And, uh, Thank you for having me. Yeah, I look forward to seeing you next week. Come back. Northwest Christian School has made Biblical Worldview online courses available to all high school students for transcript credit, regardless of whether they attend public school, private school, charter school, or homeschool. Frameworks is an exciting new initiative utilizing the learning management system of Grand Canyon University. For more information, visit BibleClassesForPublicSchools.com.